You're listening to Fiat Vox, a podcast that gives you an inside look at why people around the world are talking about UC Berkeley. It's produced and hosted by me, Anne Bryce, a reporter for Berkeley News in the Office of Communications and Public Affairs. So that's, we have a walk-in freezer there where we keep specimens. Um, How cold is it? I'm in a lab in the basement of the Museum of Vertebrate Zoology at UC Berkeley. In one corner, a set of antlers soak in a tub of water. In another, beetles are snacking on a skull. When I look up, a giant wandering albatross stares back at me. Carla Cicero is the staff curator of birds for the museum. She's about to prepare a bird for its collection, made up of about 750,000 amphibians, reptiles, birds, and mammals. There are some 190,000 birds in the collection. Today she's preparing a bird that many of us know as Lux, the peregrine falcon that was born on the Campanile last year and died after striking a window of Evans Hall. She records meticulous data about each specimen. So this is my catalog of stuff that I've either I've prepared this year, a lot of which I've collected, and I assigned my own number. Is that like four, number 4,200, or is it? 4,287, yeah, so that means I've prepped 4,287. Just this year? <laughs> no, 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 since I was, since I started. So it's been about 30 years, yeah, over 30 years. Actually, probably just about 30 years. Oh my gosh. Lux's body is going to become a study skin, something that researchers at UC Berkeley and across the world can use in all kinds of research. First thing I want to do is get the, the leg out. Preparing a study skin takes a lot of patience and attention to detail. But what, what I like about, about it is that it's a mixture of science and art. So the science part is this part and taking the tissue and doing measurements and all that kind of stuff. And then the art part is actually making a nice looking skin out of it. And you have to have a strong stomach. This is not a job for the squeamish. During the prep, which took about three hours, there was a lot of bone crunching. Yeah. Oh, man, the crunching sound does kind of get to me a little bit. <laughs> does it? Yeah. <laughs> the museum was founded in 1908, but the oldest specimen, a shorebird called a red knot collected in England, dates back to 1836. All of the specimens are listed on an online collections database called Arctos. The museum acquires specimens in several ways. Students and other researchers collect them in the field. Wildlife rehab centers and zoos donate animals that have died. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service sometimes confiscates animals at customs. And one thing that surprised me is that the public drops off a lot of dead animals at the museum, too. Carla says it's actually against the law to pick up a bird or its part, even a feather, without a permit. Every bird fits into this category, except rock pigeons, European starlings, and house sparrows, which have all been introduced to the area. North American birds are protected by law by the Migratory Bird Treaty Act. So, you know, anything that we do, of course, we have to get permits to collect, and we also have permits to salvage and to accept things. But she says as long as you bring a dead bird to a museum, there is a kind of unwritten Good Samaritan clause that makes it okay. But if you keep it for your own collection, you're committing a felony. So now I'm just going to, now I'm going to turn the skin right side out. Now the fun begins. So basically you just roll it like a sock. 
but Carla isn't done with the study skin just yet. She still has to clean it, replace the brain, the eyes, and the body with carefully rolled up cotton, then put in a small wooden dowel to kind of hold it all in shape. After that, she stitches it together and sets it out to dry. Then after a few weeks, when it's totally dry, she'll freeze it to make sure all of the pests are dead, and then it'll go into a drawer with other peregrine falcons from the area as part of the collection. It's a vast resource that Carla hopes is around for as long as we are. Learn more about the Museum of Vertebrate Zoology at mvz.berkeley.edu. For Berkeley News, I'm Ann Bryce. You can subscribe to the Fiat Vox podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. For more UC Berkeley news, visit news.berkeley.edu. And if you have a great story idea, send us an email at news at berkeley.edu.